0: everybody and welcome back to the new nasty boys i'm your co-host this morning afternoon evening whenever you decide to listen to this thing billy devore and sitting next to me is chris weir hey he survived the mountains i'm back baby hell yeah see i told you i could bring it just as hard on take two i think so and in and in the uh <laughs> in the galley over here we've got john holmes off camera Hearing one cough and hacking up a lung, that's going to be John Holmes. John Holmes, he waved, so he's here. Just want to let you know if you ever just hear, like you said, a cough, sneeze, or just a random, what something sounds like a slur but isn't, it's John.
1: Some random Karl Marx rants. That'll be Holmes in the background.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man, he'll hit his Marxism. You know what I mean? (laughs) Nailed it. Guys, I'm real proud of that. Uh, right now, what is it? it's now um, top five?
1: I think so. Top up one. F-
0: up one after an Ellie De La Cruz piss missile. Oh, dude, cut my nip so hard. Dude, I I think I cut through the shirt. Mm-hmm. I might have. I don't know. Um, That's also shirt
1: number two. We went take two. We got shirt <laughs> number two. Yeah, dude, that was awesome. And
0: what's crazy? Two nipples. Mm-hmm.
1: And he did it after uh, they put a thing up on the scoreboard, apparently, like a little fun fact about Ellie De La Cruz. It says, Last the bat, he almost hit a home run. And then he almost hit the ball out of the entire ballpark.
0: <laughs> yeah, I tweeted, Report, the Anduli sausage is on the way to the hospital after being pelted by that Ellie De La Cruz missile. Oh, yeah, just it's,
1: on the men. It it's just, just absolutely destroyed.
0: Dude, that, sausage. that casing was shredded.
1: <laughs> I <laughs> that, guess what we they're talking about right there, because if it would have been at the red state, it would have
0: been to go to tundra yeah. coming home with a, a nice new uh, flatbed they would have come back with a nice flatbed with poop in the back because mm-hmm. you know they haven't changed it since last year oh is there still poop back <laughs> i hope there's poop back there <laughs> i made sure there was poop back there you know what i mean yeah i do it's so nice so that, that was the highlight of last season and then this has just been highlight after highlight after highlight that a lot of people are like, man, those turds are in the rear view mirror. They
1: quite are. Just quite like behind really. that
0: tundra. Goodbye. <laughs> so uh, you uh, you saw a bear and you did not bring one home. No, I didn't. Uh, oh, I did see a couple bears. I saw a black bear mm-hmm.
1: first day. Really cool. Uh, wasn't really that scary. It was like, we went out hiking like all day. Didn't see like hardly anything. Mm-hmm. Go back to the parking lot and like like 50 feet from our car is a black bear. Just joking. all right <laughs> <Hey! laughs> In bushes. In <laughs> bushes. But uh, so that was cool, and then uh, but then we saw a grizzly bear on one of the last days, and that was terrifying. Oh. That was scary.
0: What makes it more scary? Just because the black bear is looking for picnic baskets, and the grizzly's like, "I'm gonna eat you." Don't make this weird.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, well, no. The grizzly's looking at it like that. That's like the scary one because that can be violent. And sure. like, I mean, just here thinking grizzly, but I've always just thought that's just like. You know, mm-hmm. that's like nature's like dump truck. Is this just it's gonna wreck you and <laughs> yeah. destroy you?
0: They're ferocious. I mean, I've seen Revenant. It's it's scary.
1: Yeah. Um and apparently, um Saturday we left well, that's when we left.
0: Uh but a body was found that got uh, you know, mutilated by a bear. Yeah. You know what? That was probably the same bear you saw and they let you pass and they were just like, you know what? i'm not i'm not not again no the next person i see getting mauled yeah yeah i, I, I didn't like the cut of their jib
1: yeah the bear was a reds fan so I'm <laughs> glad
0: i was wearing my ball
1: cap no but it was it was, it was really scary because like um they were, they were hiking with there's like multiple people like on, on the trail and it's lauren and i walking together um, this is at uh, the Tetons where we're at for this one, and there's probably like, a group like, you know, 30 yards up or something yeah. like that. Just enough where you can hear them, they're like, bear, you know, <laughs> say it back to us. And also you look around and you see this like big brown thing just up. It, it could have been like more than 20 feet, yeah. like right up above us on the trail. And it was just like doing bear stuff, just like eating bushes. <laughs> It was really cool, but like, dude, it was fucking, my heart just jumped. And we had bear spray, which was like bear mace, so if you can spray it, you know, if they get too close, but uh, we just maintained the same pace and walked by. It just did not, it couldn't have given less than a shit. Did did you look
0: at, the look at Bunsen. Bunsen is now just touching the TV screen like, huh? Oh. Look where, look where Will Benson just hit that one. Yeah, dude. He'll play ball. He'll, he'll, play. he'll chase it around. Dude, yeah, we got a lot of
1: uh, people in the background for this one. This I mean, cats, John Holmes's, Ellie De La Cruz's.
0: Oh, this is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um... So, did you bring the bear mace home?
1: No, you can't. You have to, like, dispose oh. of that. We gave it to, uh, we just dropped all the stuff off at the last hotel we were at. Mm-hmm. So, they got a bunch of Gatorade, Peanuts, Trail Mix, and bear mace. And bear mace. Mm-hmm. What a nice package. Mm-hmm. I wish I would have, I don't wish I would have got to use it, but part of me was like, man, I can think of some fun stuff to do with this bear mace. <laughs> <laughs> it has nothing to do with bears.
0: I think you can still get, ba- did oh, they get- Wow, was that was close. such a close tag. Willie B. Mm-hmm. Dude, I'm so glad he's he's like good, because my, my friend Graham, his dad gave me the nickname in high school, Willie B, Ooh. and that's his nickname, so it's like, man, nice to pass your tradition down. It looked like he tagged him. Yeah, it was pretty close. They might challenge that one. I'm waiting for Bunsen to point and be like, here is where they tagged.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this,
0: is, this is the Call tag. Call is
1: overturned. <laughs> I need some more pate.
0: Pate. And we're making muffins.
1: Yeah, but you couldn't be anymore in the way.
0: <laughs> it's so cute, though.
1: Yeah, you're adorable. Chase it.
0: Chase it. Oh, oh. it's the fast track. Where's it going? Where's all oh, the heads all the way turned? Holmes, that's where uh, De La Cruz hit that fucking missile. God, I can't believe they taunted him like that. Like, and it's just like, it's the biggest thing in the ballpark and it just says almost in a home run he's like you know what <laughs> fuck that
1: it'd be funny they just turned off the screen when he came up for this at bat <laughs> or
0: You're it's like, just it just says it's just giant two letter two words are bad yeah we're sorry well it's just like in like the brewer's font it says we gone done fucked
1: up <laughs> ratioed
0: <laughs> ratioed <laughs> try that to small town yeah, yeah that's right <laughs> he, he's like it's a mid market <laughs> Oh man, uh, we'd be remiss if we didn't start this episode by saying congratulations, to Joseph Daniel Votto. Yeah, pretty cool. 350th homer.
1: Yep, I didn't get to like follow along too much with the games, but I did get to like uh, watch that video. That was pretty cool. It
0: was really cool. I loved how he stomped on home. Because the homer before his explanation was, it wasn't like he was psyched or anything. It was just like he had missed home. His last homer went back and attacked. Yeah, it's like, dude, you hit 349 homers and you forget to touch home. Yeah, that's like, oh, that's what we do. This is the last one we (laughs) touch. It's like we all do that innocuous thing at our job that we, like, forget sometimes. It's like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I I forgot to just put that formula in that spreadsheet. But for him, it's just like, ah, oh, shit, I forgot to touch home. <laughs> yeah, the crew's like, you gotta touch that plate, bro. Can you do that Come real on, quick? I'm 21 and I know that. He's like, underlay, underlay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Vamanos, vámonos. I don't know what home is in Spanish. Oh, casa. Casa. Uh, hmm Wow. I am an idiot. Yeah. But... Um, But it's pretty awesome. I mean, we'll talk more about him later, and it's not going to be pleasant. But, um, I mean, that solidifies him for me for Cooperstown. 350 homers, uh, still an elite on-base percentage with Ted Williams and Tony Gwynn. I mean, I think that, that seals it right there.
1: Yeah, there's so many different, like, uh, stats that he has that accumulates him with, like, all these other, like, really big-name players where it's just, like, you can't, like, talk about all those players and just leave off Vado in yeah. that uh, Hall of Fame category.
0: Right, it's, like, same like on-base percentage, just, like, over a stretch, like Ted Williams, uh, Barry Bonds. There's one more in there, probably Tony Gwynn, like I said earlier, but there's got to be another big one where it's, like, shit. Oh, Todd Helton. Yeah. I think Todd Helton's in that class. So, um, pretty fucking awesome. Pretty cool to see him check another box before uh, he rides off into the sunset. Yeah, exactly. So, um, and riding off into the sunset, uh, reports coming in, Mark Feinstein saying that the Reds are open to trading Jonathan India for some young, controllable starting pitching. Yeah, and
1: this is something you were saying that uh, was always a thing, but it just seems to be just becoming up in the fray with conversations at this point.
0: Yeah, I mean, it took, it's crazy. It took this long to be confirmed because it's just it seems like the most obvious thing the Reds would do. It, it, with with being a Scott Boris client, someone who does not do hometown deals slash, uh, they're called he calls them that smut. What's uh, hush deals? Hush, hush payment? Hush payment. Like, you shut the fuck up and you just play here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, 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 get in, you get in you keep playing. You don't look at me. <laughs> no eye <way to> contract. <laughs> and so, like, that—that that is exactly what Boris wants, is for them to go to free agency and not do this type of thing. Mm-hmm. It is a possibility. But overall, not really with him. So, uh, you move him because you've got Matt McLean who can play 2nd I don't know if it happens. I think, like, you're looking at maybe 55 60% yes, depending on the deal. But he's the obvious guy you move to get starting pitching most likely in the offseason. What do you think?
1: Yeah, he has a sore thumb that really just sticks out in terms of uh, production just not being there. So, yeah, from that standpoint, uh, it makes sense. And, uh, you know, I'm not opposed to having him move. I don't think, like, keeping him uh, is going to benefit the team when it's preventing more younger talent from coming up. Yeah. Um, I wish the best for him. If he sticks with the Reds, hey, that's awesome. I have confidence that he's going to do well. <clears throat> but uh, if he gets moved, I have faith. Hopefully that... You know we're gonna get a good return for that yeah. for that guy
0: yeah i do too and my whole thing i keep seeing on the internet is people are like man you're gonna mess with the juju you're really gonna you're gonna screw with the chemistry and the formula that i don't believe at all yeah they've don't been changing it. the lineup and the chemistry
1: throughout the entire year and especially the past couple so like it and it's been going for the better yeah. And I, I understand, like, you don't want to see these guys get upset. It seems like a bunch of tight knit dudes. You know, uh, a lot of winning organizations have been like that and have, you know, shuffled guys around. Yeah. So that, that's just kind of the nature of both baseball and uh, business.
0: Of course. And it's just these guys, these they might be kids, but they're pros. They just want to win. And if them winning involves getting rid of India and bringing in a workhorse. For the stretch run showing that the front office believes in this team and they'll do it. And at that cost, you go for it. Yeah. I'd be psyched if I was Matt McClain. That means sick. I'm going to play second base every day. I'm done. I'm sitting here. Yeah. Ellie's like, sick. I'm at short. I'm here every day. CES is like, cool. I'm, at f- I'm staying here. Mm-hmm. I'm at first. I'm at third. I'm at DH. Mm-hmm. It's like it really helps iron everything out.
1: Yeah, I don't like having, like, this whole uh, platoon situation. I mean, it's nice when you have, like, the talent. These guys can, like, shift around and just uh, kind of figure it out. But you also want to – it'd be more ideal and better for the team to have guys in set positions. No, for sure. And this is just part of it. Like you said, we had a bottleneck with talent, which is uh, a good problem to
0: have. But now we're solving those good problems. Yeah, I mean, and then next year you have Novi Marte coming up. He plays third. CES plays first. It just goes on and on. And, like – that's just the way it works. It sucks. I like Jonathan Indy as a dude, as a Gemsman, big mm-hmm. fan. Um, but, dude, you, you, you're not going to keep him. You're not, and there's no reason to even try. Yeah, I, I mean, I like the guy. Uh, I think we'll be
1: fine with or without him. He'll be a, a great player, whether he's wearing uh, you know the Reds uniform or somebody else's. Yeah. So.
0: I mean, know, Serres has been comparing him to Colton Wong. If you look at, they have a very similar career path, and I'm like, well, get as much as you can now because Colton Wong sucks, dick. <laughs> yeah, but does not have that good of hair. No, not as good of hair. That is true. Mm-hmm. That's why it's just a comp, you know. Yeah. Not a full comp, just a comp. So uh, I made a little list. I mean, it's a little short, guy. A lot of these aren't realistic. There we go. That's two. Turn two. Uh, get out of the end and get out of the fifth. Ashcraft. There we ten, go, dude. Um, a little list little list I whipped up of dudes who I would want. I don't know how much you would know, but these are guys that are studs mm-hmm. um, and that also need infielders. Uh, give me Bryce Miller from the Mariners. Guy's a stud. Uh, he's got three pitches, high velocity, Get also gets ground balls. Put him in Great American Ballpark, and he is still pre-arb. Mm-hmm. So that'd be, that'd be a good one. Uh, White Sox. Give me Dylan Cease or Michael Kopech. I didn't put Lance Lynn in there because I'm not giving up Jonathan India for Lance Lynn.
1: Yeah, Lance Lynn is just gonna be a temporary situation. That guy is on the back end of his career, and that's that'd be a lopsided trade.
0: Yeah, well, it's a one year, it's a you know, it's a two month rental, and then he has an eighteen million dollar club option. Mm. No one in their right mind is picking up that eighteen million dollar option. Yeah. So then Lucas Giolito on the other side, I wouldn't, again, same thing, I wouldn't give up uh, Jonathan India for two-month rental. Uh, Marlins, Braxton Garrett, um, Twins, Joe or Bailey Ober, none of those are going to happen. This is a wish list and not realistic. And then the Rays, Tosh Bradley, top 100 prospect. Mm-hmm. Guy's got four pitches. He's a stud. But uh, I was talking with with our Seattle correspondent, Jake, who was on last week, and he's like, the Rays and the Marlins aren't gonna do anything in season, most likely out of season. The Marlins have already tried to trade, and the Rays have both tried to trade for Jonathan India. Mm -hmm. It makes sense. He went to school at Florida, he's from Florida, hometown dude. I mean, that just is a good fit. He might thrive in Florida. He would love Florida. I think he would. I think he would. He'd like to go home, and maybe his dad will go to the games instead of recording them and watching them after the Mets. Yeah, go fish afterwards. Come on, man. Come on, man. Check it out. If you get closer to the equator, they got better gyms.
1: Mm Mm-hmm, and Wi-Fi work better.
0: (laughs) Wi-Fi work better. And it makes it easier for me to wear this MAGA hat. Uh, If you haven't seen that picture, just Google Jonathan India Maga hat. It'll ruin your day. Oh, man. (laughs) So, um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to watch leading up with this stretch and the Reds currently beating the Brewers right now. If they take two out of three, they might be a little bit more aggressive. Mm -hmm. They drop one. Who knows? But um, overall, in the past week, while you were in the... Oh, get out! That's foul. Wow. Damn. Friel turned on one. He smoked that thing. Just a little ahead of it. Mhm. What? Rays at 73 pitches.
1: I mean, I can't see at all.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's at 73. I'm I'm honestly surprised he's still ah uh, I'm not. I, why did I say that? I'm not surprised he's still in the game. He's only given up a two-run homer. Yeah, and I think they only have like four hits, too. Yeah. And he's got like 6 Ks. Two of them uh are legit the rest are because the ump is awful
1: yeah all over the place inconsistent and
0: bad very bad uh while you were in the mountains the reds dropped five and then game around one five and now this is deciding is there a half game behind say mm. the reds win they're half a game up huh? or no they're tied yeah they're tied
1: don't know why I said it that way. That's all right. But, dude, dude uh, yeah, it seems like they got a nice spot for the wild card and also still uh, contending. That was something I was getting like bits and pieces. I don't know if I was saying that earlier, but it seemed like you were seeing like so many people just like losing their minds when I know it was a rough series to get swept by. But, uh, dude, seeing them, like, whatever it was, when they lost that game, like, 10 to 11 or whatever it yeah. was. It's they, the Giants? Yeah, and they got so many hits, and people were still upset because it was a loss, I think it was, whatever it was. And it's like, dude, you can just see their bats. I mean, I'm just, like, watching or looking, like, the box scores and just, like, reading, like, oh... This seems like we're trending in the right direction, but it still seemed like, you know, Chicken Little Sky is falling situation. It's <laughs> yeah. like they're not going to be an entirely... You, you've seen the talent. Yeah. You know, give them a minute.
0: And it was nice to see that they scored
1: 10 runs. Exactly. the bats came alive again, and now it seems to be like they've kind of like found their, their footing. It just seemed like that, that break helped some guys and didn't really help some others. Yeah, but, uh, it,
0: it came back. It, it, it almost gave the, the uh, Brewers some time to look over the tape make their adjustments and the reds did not make their adjustments in time
1: yeah we we're talking about that before about how it seems like uh especially with the brewers they have a game plan stick to it and seem to really be uh effective with executing it um you know it just seems like there's almost a step ahead of the reds in terms of the preparation but uh that that's one of the things we've tried to figure out like what what's with like these splits between like brewers playing reds and other teams and same with the reds yeah you know playing brewers
0: i mean we were uh joe lookup tweeted since april 23rd the reds are two and eight against the brewers and then they're like a bunch up on the rest of the uh, of their schedule and then the brewers are four games under but yet they're eight and two against the Reds. Yeah, it's, it's like, just one of those things. It just sucks, and you, you you hate having a Goliath like this, and just being able to have your number. But you, that, you know what? It's a new series. This is the last one. The last time you see him, unless some wacky bullshit happens with the playoffs and mm-hmm. we have to play a three game series. In Milwaukee.
1: Yeah, it's definitely why this feels like more of a statement game here of coming back and say like, okay, can you win against them? And it's just that mental thing.
0: Yeah, and if you get over this first hurdle and you've already seen Corbin Burns twice, Mm. let's see if you can uh, finally fuck him up a third time. Yeah. And Freddie Peralta has been wildly inconsistent this season, so maybe you get him on a bad day and then there you go. You could possibly get a sweep in Milwaukee and that changes the mentality going out to los angeles
1: absolutely being in first place
0: feels a lot better it feels so good Mm -hmm. um looking at your starting pitching uh, there has only been one real weak spot since monday i mean brandon williamson went out six innings pitched four hits two earned run three walk three k's gave up two dingers but dude Mm -hmm. that's a quality start yeah only three hits (laughs) i'll take it yeah and only two runs Mm -hmm. i will also take that it's not a sexy line. He was working vertically very well, um, vertically and horizontally. I mean, like, he was high, in, high and inside with that fastball. Then he was set it up to go low with the changeup and his outside with a slider. Like, he was pounding that outside corner. That bunching is really nice when you're a lefty because you're going away from a lefty going into a righty. Hell yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's his bread and butter.
1: I don't got much to add to okay, it. Really
0: get to <laughs> no, it's fine. No, no, you're good. I, I will be very heavy. I will do a lot of lifting here.
1: Lay it on me, buddy.
0: Graham Ashcraft again, excellent, with only just his two pitchers, threw his slot his uh sinker six times. Um and again, pitching really well again today with giving up one run over uh with over six. five innings of work. Yeah. yeah. So um he's figured out that he just needs to pitch to contact. And you saw it today. Oh, yeah.
1: And that uh, fastball he's got, it just has that downward action. That's so great for, you know, getting people in those ground balls. You know, uh, that's awesome when he can figure out how to, like, really utilize that and not get his pitches, his pitch count so high up.
0: <laughs> oh, absolutely. And the way that he's tweaked his slider a little bit to go, like we saw tonight, um, with, the, with a nice vertical drop, huge, mm-hmm. and working left to right. So it, it's cool that he can spin that thing two different ways. But like we were talking earlier, I think the way he gets those strikeout numbers back is if he develops just an average changeup.
1: Yeah, that uh, pitch, uh, I was talking to Billy about that facing facing Christian Yelich. First at bat of the game, it, it, it just seemed like he kept going back, fastball, slider, fastball, slider. And Jelic is a player that's experienced. He knows he just recognizes those pitches. You just have that additional you know, pitch you know, in your arsenal. That's the, that's the strikeout. That's the swing and miss when you get in those deep you know,
0: counts. Yeah, just something that's falling out from underneath Yeah, mm. and not just spinning out from underneath you. And being mm. able to change your velocity like that is massive. Because that's still a 92, 93 mile an hour slider. Which, power slider, dope. Mm-hmm. But the way that you fool them is by dropping down into the mid-80s. Yeah, and
1: it doesn't even need to be as extremely effective uh, as the, you know your two pitches, your top two. Because just having that in the back of the batter's head, that's enough for it to be uh, more effective than what you're throwing <laughs>
0: exactly. at. Exactly. Yeah, man. Deception. Be more deceptive. You can't just keep hurling past these guys. But overall, I mean, that's if he wants to become that guy, but he doesn't need to be that guy. Oh, Rake is that guy. There we go. First and second, one out. Let's pop the cherry on this boy. Let's Mm -hmm. get a a real rally rolling. Yeah, let's have a nice ending here, boys. Come on, Rake. We'll get to him later. Mm -hmm. Um, And then John Holmes and I saw Andrew Abbott hurl a gem. Mm, it, tell me whew, I'll I, tell you okay. You ready for it? I think so Okay, I'm I, I'm rolling here mm. Eight innings pitched One run One hit I apologize Eight innings pitched One hit Two walks Six Ks That's Efficient awesome. 100 pitches Working diagonally in the zone High and inside Fastball Low outside curveball, ball Change up Also worked really nice inside early low and inside i mean it's just the way he's peppering it not a lot of stuff in the middle of the zone
1: yeah that's great dude just like looking at the uh the lines here oh it feels so good it's like is that real eight eight innings one hit love it and it seems like and it's not a fluke because you watch him every time it's like no this is the pitcher he's trending to be
0: yeah know?
1: he's like a he's
0: just like a trickster he's a tom
1: glavin yeah, he's very deceptive. He, he knows how to uh, pitch and utilize what he has available to him that day.
0: Yeah, and ev- and almost every time he has been called upon, he has stepped up and provided those types of performances. But this time, just more strikeouts. Mm-hmm. That's, that's great. I mean, that is you, you. That is the one guy you can really count on outside of, well, what? Um, if Ashcraft goes in and gets, gets through the sixth, Mm-hmm. This and with only giving up, if he gives up two more runs through the sixth, that's like his fifth quality start in a row. Yeah, I mean, th- it's those are your two dogs.
1: Oh, that's two. Oh, That's a bummer.
0: Taylor made son of a bitch. Yeah. Well, let's see if Ashcraft can work his witchcraft. Mm-hmm. But um, Ben Lively not great. Four and two thirds. Four hits. Three runs. Two, walk six Ks, one homer. If he would have, he got caught up in that jam in the at the at the end of that at the end of the the, the fifth. Mm-hmm. If he could have just got got out of that five innings, that's nice. But from your four starter or your five, that's just average major league shit right there. Yeah, I'll take
1: it. Uh, it seems to be like lively, especially this has like. Uh, an outing that's a few pitches away from being a really good start
0: yeah he's done it twice mm-hmm. but like you're right i mean it's always it's almost like he makes three mistake pitches and that's 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 where he falters yeah
1: he doesn't have like the blow you away stuff and sometimes it's like more of a finesse pitch mm-hmm. and when there's not enough finesse on something that tends to be like a little uh, cement mixer right yeah. in the heart of the plate
0: well he's not fooling you with his fastball no. His, his dude his four seamers hits ninety miles an hour. Mm-hmm. That's that is that is like that's t ball.
1: Yeah, so you need to be really uh, efficient uh, with your your pitches there and mix it up a whole bunch and keep them off balance because yeah you can't just have two pitches or something like that and throw ninety. I mean that's that's gonna get cheesed.
0: No, and it and it got cheesed. <laughs> I mean there's some that you're looking at this spray chart and there's a lot of middle middle. And middle in, that just got absolutely peppered. So, mm-hmm. I mean, Ben Lively has never been a long-term answer. Hopefully that's addressed at the trade deadline. Most likely it's Luke Weaver being taken out back and drowned in the Ohio River. But mm-hmm. Ben Lively was not supposed to be a part of this and in the plan. Overall, still happy with, with what he's giving this team. But Ashcraft, 7Ks tonight. Three walks. Mm-hmm. Four of those were because of a terrible strike zone. But I'm gonna get gi- I'm gonna give it to the boy.
1: Yeah, dude. Uh he's looking great. I'm really excited to see how he's bounced back. This this is
0: awesome. This is so great. hmm Gives me so much hope. Oh that's a beautiful oh, that's pitch. Disgusting. Just completely dropped out. Uh and then Brandon Williamson came back again on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Six innings pitch, three hits, one run, five Ks, one walk. This is great. And we
1: still, just that thing we've been talking about, we have some a couple good pitchers that are about ready to come back up. Well, not about, but soon to really um, make this uh, starting rotation a lot better.
0: Yeah. And, those, and, uh, and, and what's crazy is those last two of those starts, Lively Williamson against a really good offense in Arizona. Young, but good. Mm-hmm. So – I mean, you give it up on Lively, but Williamson coming back, back-to-back outings doing that, pretty cool. What else was really cool was Luke's grandma made him a, a, a robe. Dude, if Luke's <laughs> grandma has an
1: Etsy account and some free time, she can make a quick buck here because this this would sell.
0: Oh, dude, I would wear that. Right now, yeah, dude, I
1: can see like a bunch of people like in the fall, September, October baseball. Mm-hmm. You can see a bunch of people in the stands wearing uh, this Luke Weaver uh, Grandma nighty.
0: It's oh, why did I put Luke? It's Brandon Williams. Oh, Brandon Williams. I yeah. put Luke in the notes. That's my fault. But they have dubbed it the dub robe,
1: mm-hmm. and they,
0: he will wear it every time they win. I love it. I hope it gets so stinky, dude. Oh, yeah, get some uh track marks in that sucker.
1: Do you have a robe? I'm sure I do, but, like, it's just one of those things where, like, I don't wear it. What? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I'm not sick, you know, I'm not a porn star. I have no business wearing a robe.
0: Really? Yeah. I am, I live in my robe.
1: Yeah? Oh, my God. Of course, you are a robe, dude. I'm sure, (laughs) greasy, I'm sure you grease the robe up. Oh, yeah. You got a nice little chain right there.
0: Yeah, I pull out the chain. I definitely have that sitting out, Mm -hmm. getting caught in my chest hair, Mm -hmm. uh, along with chip dust and just ramen dried into mm-hmm. it as well um open no boxers 4 p.m on a sunday box fan behind your ass <laughs> blowing out in the street oh yeah just cough spit up just blah, and then just shoulder over mm-hmm. like i'm a cat i can see that yeah oh, i love my robe mm-hmm. big ro- so if you're telling me i can get a red's robe like this Sign me up. I will retire my Ralph Lauren robe. It's over.
1: Yeah, I, I really think uh, this is uh, a lot of money waiting to happen for her, and I yeah. really hope no one like tries to steal this <laughs> <laughs> and profits off a of, off of grandma. No, yeah. this could definitely be something uh, Reds fans would, would want to wear. Here
0: we go. Jonathan India, dub robe, mm-hmm. Dylan Cease. Done. Trade that. I'll take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That oh. and the bucket hat. Bucket and the bucket hat. My big complaint with it is that it's not really a robe because of how it zips in the front. Mm. Ah. Farts. that is that a solo? Well, Well, yeah. you know what? One can hurt you. All tied up. But you know what? Only one's going to score when no one's on base. Mm. The Bernie slide's so cool. Mm-hmm. Holmes is a fan of slides. <laughs> And big blonde guys with big mustaches.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's me out there.
0: That's <laughs> I'm going down. <laughs> um, but I, you know, with the zipper going all the way down, that's not really a robe. It's more of a moo-moo.
1: Yeah, it's a moo-moo or like a dress snuggie.
0: Ooh, okay. I guess well, Snuggy It's like more fleece. Mm-hmm. It looks like he's about ready to participate in the satanic ritual where they drain gapper of all of his blood yeah i can see that it's a satanic thing but it's
1: like mm-hmm. more of like the business casual
0: yeah business ca- yeah business casual high priest
1: yeah it's like mm-hmm. we'll get to the sacrifice later but let's have some mimosas first <laughs> Let's have some bloody Marys.
0: Yeah, you know, we also just need to go over the numbers from last quarter. <laughs> yeah, and then we'll wear the
1: goat horns. And then
0: we'll wear the goat horns and we'll find the virgins. <laughs> but yeah, for sure, totally would wear that. Ten out of ten. I might ask my grandma to make it for me. Yeah, that's a
1: money-making opportunity. Yeah, get the dub rub.
0: I'm with you on. Uh, I'm with you on the Etsy man. Mm. And you know, I think there's a rule. Uh, If your grandson plays in Major League Baseball, they can't sue you for using the logos.
1: Yeah, because it would just be like
0: bad PR for them. Oh, 100%. You're going to send a cease and desist to Brandon Williamson's grandma? To Nana? To Nana! She's
1: been years running!
0: that. Her fingers fell off. Rob Manfred personally delivers delivers her the note because he's <laughs> such a douche. Yeah. No, I just want to remind everybody I'm a real asshole.
1: I'm here to break up unions. Puts a boot on her car for no reason. Who's here to be safe And he starts practicing this is his golf swing before he leaves. Just goes in her living room. This was practicing my
0: chips. That's it. He puts a boot on her car then we show, people show up to GABP we're like red where's redzilla it's like Bansford put a boot on that too. Yeah. God damn it. Unpaid parking tickets. <laughs> Unpaid royalty fees. <laughs> uh and then we got Luke Weaver, Luke, quote, he sucks weaver. Um he's just bad. Like he's good for 3 innings and then he's bad. Yeah, Which means he's not good at starting pitching.
1: Yeah, I can't wait till we have uh, some more health with the starting pitching here because there's definitely some uh, serious issues.
0: Huh? Boy, howdy, eh?
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: I think, you know, you just, oh, now they're pulling him. He's at 110 pitches, two earned runs, five and a third. He's not happy. He's not. The bulldog wants to push through.
1: Let the big dog eat.
0: Ho, ho. Well, he ate 110 pitches. That's a buffet. hmm So, look, man, that's still a strong outing.
1: It really is. Uh, two runs. If you can tell me that he's just going to give up that and get us to the, was it the seventh. It is the sixth.
0: So, we got you uh, through five and a third. Yeah. That's you, That's length.
1: Yeah. And our bullpen's been doing pretty good, so I'll take it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, but Luke Weaver is just like, if you look at his spray chart, dude, if you look at where he's throwing that, it's just all over, barely anything in the strike zone. His fastball, his velocity has gone up. He went up a 1.6 miles per hour over his last start at 95.4. But it doesn't matter if you can't throw anything for strikes.
1: Yeah. You're not going to confuse the hitters when you're just trying, you're struggling to find the zone. That's just not going to be good.
0: Yeah. Do you want to hit him with a stat? Because I think I think you you should do it. It's a good one. What is it? Oh. Luke Weaver has an ERA of uh, 8.79 yeah. in his last 10 starts, but the Reds have a team record of 9 1 in those games. That is the highest ERA in a 10 start span for a pitcher whose team won at least 9 games in that span since ERA became official in 1913.
1: That's not a good stat to have.
0: No. That's historically bad. Like we know, we've been reading stats about Ellie, and it's like, no, oh, this hasn't been done in baseball since uh, Shoe Man Tucker shirt, sir. Since they invented uh, cotton candy.
1: <laughs> yeah, but this yeah. one is is uh, outstanding for all the wrong reasons.
0: Yeah, they were like, yeah, uh, they, God. It's like this is before the Losage was invented, because <laughs> uh, you know, a lossage would help right now because he is not helping at all.
1: No. Uh, so, hopefully we'll find a quick remedy for this situation once we get some more healthy people.
0: August 1st. That's, That's when it happens. It's a week away. A week away. We will be sitting here recording during the trade deadline, either very excited or very upset. Mm-hmm. And we'll have to see what else comes through. And like it'll be interesting to see what fell through and what happened. But overall... You need one starting pitching. Mm-hmm. One, one starting pitching, please.
1: <laughs> please. You need
0: one starting pitcher, and you need one more high-leverage reliever.
1: Yeah, uh, I do like uh, the relievers that we have, what they're doing right now. But to just take a little bit of pressure off their backs and uh, allow us to go some more innings deeper into ball games, because it's just... Uh, not
0: feasible at no. this point. When your when your best high leverage reliever has to pitch in a week three and a third innings, that's not great. Um, and that's Lucas Sims. He had th- he had three walks. He didn't give up any runs. He gave up one hit. He hit two batters mm-hmm. and had two strikeouts. mean he's getting ground balls but you can tell like he's spinning that thing as hard as oh that was a good throw he's spinning that thing as hard as he can Mm -hmm. he's trying to get weak contact he's getting it But how sustainable is this? Because Lucas Sims is normally a strikeout pitcher. Yeah.
1: And you're seeing our guys getting gassed. Uh, Diaz as well. Uh, You're seeing it where he's having these situations where, I mean, like mostly uh, pre-All-Star game where it's like, okay, this bullpen is obviously very taxed here. Mm -hmm. So it's not like it's like, oh, it's fine now just because we got back from the All-Star break and everyone feels terrific again. Yeah. It's going to be something that's good. We're going to have to revisit that.
0: Yep. You're totally gonna have to revisit it and there's only so many more dudes you can keep shuffling
1: that was a great great a,
0: jump yeah i mean he already threw over twice whoa! whoa he's safe
1: yeah there's no way
0: there's no way man this umpire crew all of them demoted
1: yeah they're just making the case for the abs system to be installed
0: dude give give me that here we go
1: one oh uh he shortened his his arm there or something. Yeah,
0: he T-Rex arm slid into that. There we yeah, go. Oh, okay. oh uh, and Yeah, he, he might. No, that right hand got in uh, first. Uh, but, you know what? Let's see. One more this angle. He's safe. He's safe. Yeah, they're going to they're going to Uh oh, that other hand was on. Yeah, they're going to turn that. They're going to overturn that, no doubt in my mind. And this isn't going to be that long of a call. Um and overall from that week, you have Derek Law who had two-thirds of a bad inning and he gave up three earned runs. But then you look over that time, that, that span, two and two-thirds innings. The only person who pitched, yeah, every uh, Levi Stout was the only dude who pitched a third of an inning. He got called up from AAA, and then they sent him right back down. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of... Oh, Daniel, sorry, Daniel Duarte pitched two-thirds of an inning. And he got called back up, Levi got sent back down but it's just like man that's just so much for these dudes it's going to keep adding up cat's going crazy cat's going crazy cat got the catnip dude yeah
1: he just likes to run around
0: he's wild he's he's wild he's wild but no it's great to see a lot of zeros there lucas sims daniel Duarte, alex young levi stout but
1: yeah they so returned it
0: yeah and then what eat Tane, alexis diaz They each gave up one. Tony Santini gave up one. But overall, solid work. Just a couple blemishes with a couple bad outings. It was nothing overall where you're like, "Ah, We're really worried.
1: Yeah, no. They're doing good. (laughs) They're doing good.
0: They're doing good! That's a
1: synopsis for me.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, well, when you, you know... I get it. You were you're in the mountains, you're away, now we're locked back in. Yeah. Basically this is just me catching you up. I know. I was like, <laughs> what happened? Yeah, i get out of town. You're telling me Matt McClain hit a grand slam? Mm-hmm. I I am telling you that. Yeah. It was very mm-hmm. cool. Because Matt McLean had a fucking hell of a week. Nice. Three home runs? Yeah, that was great to see. One grand slam. Six RBIs? Mm-hmm. Dropped his K-rate? Dude, he only he only struck out. Where did it go? I just had it. His K rate compared to the last week, huge, 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 huge dip. Yeah, 12%. How
1: about that? Yeah, dude, he is a solid player. I love it because he was struggling a little bit uh, towards the end of the All-Star break. So, and he comes back and starts mashing. Yeah,
0: and him struggling is him hitting two seventy three for the week.
1: Yeah, and it only stood out just because, like, everyone else yeah. was doing so bad. And it was just like, what's happening here? And it's like, oh, no, he's fine.
0: He's fine. His, and also for the week, his on-base percentage was four forty. The dude is a stud. And I it, look. I love. I love Ellie. He's so rad. He's like the coolest guy on the. Ba- he's just the coolest. Throws mm-hmm. the ball the fastest. Runs the fastest. Hits it the farthest. Matt McLean is the model of consistency, and you just love to see it. He's a solid baseball he's player. He's so good, mm-hmm. and he's going to be here for a long time. Mm-hmm. Please do not be represented by Scott Boris. We need. To, I need to make sure that that's not a thing. Yeah. Um. CS came up and is off to an excellent start. Uh, one home run. He almost put a hole in the roof of the Heritage Bank Center or Arena, whatever that dump's called. Mm. 8% K rate, so that means he was swinging, making a lot of contact, and not chasing anything too crazy. 304, 333, 435, six home run, six RBIs with some ti- some great timely hitting. Dude, can, can you ask for a better start? I don't think so. I don't think so either, bud. <laughs> I really don't. The only thing I ask, and Jake and I talked about this last week, we really wanted Encarnación Strand, the
1: whole. The entire, it wraps all the way around. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> He's like, I want a whole circle.
1: They give him an additional jersey, they staple.
0: <laughs> Here, you have to wear a cape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Encarnación Strand down the middle of the cape on the back. This was excess infield uh, tarp. <laughs> this is from the the tarp that almost killed that guy last week. Mm-hmm. Um. Spencer Steer had a solid week. 333, 360, 375. No dingers, but four RBIs. And he was getting on, man. And Rake Fraley, two home runs. Pretty great. Nice. Love it. The bad. Joseph Daniel Votto. I feel bad because we started up top. And we were so nice. Mm-hmm. Now, this is where it gets ugly. Mm-hmm. Joseph Daniel Votto, last week... Had an average of 0. .048.
1: Yeah, that's uh, that's brutal. And he was doing so well for a hot minute.
0: Yeah, with an on-base percentage of 200. Yeah, slugging
1: 190.
0: That's so It's <laughs> So it's like he goes. He it, it, you never you never saw him at any point of his career do until last season when he was really hurt. Do this. Go into these crazy long stretches of just bad decision making at the plate and then just getting hot and hitting three home runs in a week. Yeah, he'll just go through a funk. We aren't quite
1: sure if he's not seeing it, if he's just, you think about his age, is he just not capable of catching up? And it just goes on an absolute tear. So it's one of these things where it's just like, if it was any other player, you'd be like, oh, just get him out of here. Yeah. Uh, but since it's Vado, and in just recent memory, you can recall him, you know, getting really hot, hitting home runs, having outstanding slugging percentage. And now you're looking at this, you know, really abysmal, uh, you know, <laughs> slash
0: line. Yeah, it's just whew. I mean he had last week he had one hit mm-hmm. and it was a home run but yeah. man it's a bummer. I, I mean he. I, I just hope he comes out of this and sees and adjusts his swing. That's all I want him to do is to adjust and take advantage of these shift rules because he's been working so hard on elevating and hitting homers. It's mm-hmm. like dude we get it but we also need you just to fucking get on yeah and just and maybe move the runners around the runners around a little bit mm-hmm. so hopefully he could be used uh,
1: in, a, in a good fashion here maybe he's gonna be a bench player uh, maybe having him just you know take some rest days is something that he needs you know much like ellie so I, i'm not quite sure
0: yeah i think that's what's gonna happen i mean he's gonna have to rest he's he turns 40 soon yeah so it's just a part of it father time has caught up and now we're gonna get to the LED LA LaCruz. Uh he hit Homer tonight. Very cool. Very much needed. He got robbed in center field. We covered that. Mm. But before this game, oh this is so ugly, dude. 0.086 average, 0.179 on base percentage, slugging one seventy one, with a negative seventeen weighted runs created plus.
1: Yeah, he was in the funk. He wasn't uh, doing anything productive there.
0: No, <laughs> you, hey, you're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. When you're three for thirty nine, you could say, yeah, I'm not being productive. <laughs> he was just chasing at everything in the fucking dirt.
1: Yeah, it wasn't looking good. And so, yeah, giving him some time off to watch some of those plays uh, from
0: the bench seemed to uh, help. Yeah. I mean, Sadak brought it up during this broadcast, and it made sense. He said, the last time Eli the Cruz had a day off, he came back, hit a homer, and he, he had that, that uh, homer in Houston. Or no, that's when he ran it out on first in Houston. Created chaos, stole two bases. Then, you know, just hit for the cycle, stole Mm -hmm. for the cycle. Yeah. So he did all this stuff, and now he's just like, he's got to make an adjustment, so he's going to need another day off. Um, Or, you know, maybe this is his awakening, because he hit the dinger. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, he hit the dinger. I mean, he just got all of it in the... You know, uh, at bat before that got robbed, and he had a home run. You know, a few bats before that in a previous game. So hopefully, mm-hmm. uh, this is part of the remedy. You know, for him, it's just giving yeah. like, not only a, a physical break off, but also that mental break as well.
0: Yeah, because the way he plays, every aspect of his game, high risk, high reward. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if if he's wrong, oh boy, it's bad. I mean, it's ugly. And you see it right here with the forty-one percent strikeout rate, almost. Half the time he got up there, he's like, I'm going to strike out.
1: Yeah, that's one of those situations where clearly something's not going well, and you're spinning your wheels, and you're just digging a deeper hole. So I, that, that was the right decision to, to you know watch from the bench.
0: Yeah, and um, he recorded his fifth home run on Sunday. This is according to ESPN Stats and Info. This is pretty cool. He tied Barry Bonds in 1986 for the second fewest games needed to hit five home runs and 15 stolen bases since 1900, reaching... The mark in his 40th career game. Gary Redis did it in 27 games in 1982
1: and 1983. <laughs> it's crazy. He find like these really kind of obscure, it, albeit obscure, but also very uh, intriguing uh, comparisons for Ellie and the stuff that he's done. So even though he's had some, you know, kind of low lows, mm-hmm. I, I think it, it's only relative from the. The, the ball player that we expect him to be, especially looking at comparing him to, like, Barry Bonds and some other players. Yeah.
0: The only thing he'll need to have is, is plate discipline. There Tyler, you there you go, bud. That's how you get on. Um, But like I was mentioning with high risk, high reward, the Reds should have won six games in that homestand because Ellie – Gets on with a walk, one of the rare ones during that stretch. Mm. Goes from first to second, steals second, and then a meet. And this is again bottom nine, no outs. He then tries to steal third, or no, doesn't even try. He gotcha. takes what two hops over, thinking about how he's just gonna be a fucking fast demon out there, and then they turn around and pick him off, get him in a rundown.
1: Yeah, uh, that's one of those things we just really need to figure out, like that sort of discipline. Realize how to control that aspect of your game.
0: Yeah, and look, I get it too. Like, he's 21. How many great choices did we make when we were 21? I know, and listen, I've been that <laughs> fast. I understand what it's like. <laughs> get out! Get out, Willie B! Ah, ah warning trap. But yeah, man, like, you got to have some restraint. Just a little.
1: Yeah, there's there's certain like <laughs> cardinal rules you don't want to break there, and you just don't want to get that out at third. That's uh that's a uh, get picked off.
0: Yeah, you don't want to get picked off at the bottom of the ninth, and then there there would have there would have been two sack flies that would have moved him over and then moved him in. They would have won the game, and then you wouldn't have had to throw out Ian Giro and Tony Santian, and you would have been able to save two arms and not have to go into extras. While you're also gonna have to play another game that night.
1: Yeah, and also the mental chaos he causes just being on base.
0: I mean, yeah, I get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you, you you, already have that advantage. You have that upper hand. So you can take a breather and not immediately have to go again. Yeah. Ugh, it's Let just, them make the mistake sometimes. Yeah. And, and here's the thing. Like, I wouldn't be as freaked out. I wouldn't be as upset about this if we weren't just a half a game behind the Brewers.
1: Mm-hmm. It's really easy to, like, analyze those uh, uh, close losses and, or those, like, little aspects of a game where it's like, oh, man, if we would have done something different
0: here. Yeah. And hopefully he goes in and he's like, man, you know what? Maybe I should take a deep breath sometimes, wait, and then cause more chaos. Mm. So, down on the farm, Connor Phillips, really good on Friday. Yeah, that's really awesome. Still just like the, the train keeps coming. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. The, the gift that keeps on giving from the Mariners here, mm. uh, he was the player to be named later in the Winker Suarez deal mm-hmm. So innings pitched, 3 hits, no runs 11 Ks, 2 walks And dude, in his last 3 starts He's pitched 16 innings 2 hits, 3 runs, 7 walks 22 strikeouts with an ERA Of 1.69 That feels good That's so nice mm-hmm. He's adjusting, he's gotten over the pre-tacked ball He's, I mean He could be up here after 4 more starts If he keeps doing this
1: yeah, that's the other thing when you think about like uh, what's going to happen with like the trade deadline. I mean, this is more confidence for you know the people that. Uh, uh, <laughs> please don't do that. Sorry, my cat is jumping on the TV. <laughs> uh. that's it. Come on, buddy. Hey, pal. Cut it out. Knock it off. That's a, that's a little expensive. You, I know. I got to put the TV up. I, I fucked up mounting a TV, and now it's 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 on my food's on, which no. it sounds like a horrible thing. I don't want to say. <laughs> Now uh,
0: it's on my futon.
1: Yeah, but uh, now my cat is probably going to ruin it.
0: Is he declawed? No. He'll be fine. He'll be fine? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you're good. You're this good. These scratch
1: marks came with that Ford commercial. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember what the hell I was talking no, about. No, you're good.
0: We are talking about Connor Phillips and him coming back. Like, I mean, him potentially coming up if he keeps this going. He's a guy yeah. that I can see being called up in September if he has... Two, three more starts before the rosters expand.
1: Yeah, so that's another example of like the Reds lineup, uh, the chemistry maybe changing like a little bit here, even without a trade.
0: Yeah, agreed. Mm. And that's somebody that you know, even you could even stretch him out a little bit longer and put him in the pen. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he could be, he could be that guy. But he's, already, I mean, he is stretched out. You don't want to cost too much of your future, all that stuff. But if you could have, if you could have him over Luke Weaver, I think you'd do it.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a no brainer at this he point.
0: Sucks. Um, injury news: Kevin Newman sent down, which is why CES got to come up because mm-hmm. he had farts.
1: Yeah, dirty farts. Dirty, Been there. Dirty farts. That's actually why I was out. I wasn't in Yellowstone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't in the Tetons. I was farting. I had a case of the brown butter. <laughs> but it's called. Gastricis. I didn't really look it up. I don't really care. Mm-hmm. Somebody told me that uh, they were like, they DM me like, yeah, I had gastroes. They thought I would have gastroes. Turns out it's something else. And I was like, you got farts? We all have farts. Yeah, yeah. You have a job. You just get to have to keep going to your job. I just ate Chipotle two days in a row. That's all. <laughs> yeah, I've been chugging Baja Blast <laughs> and eating raw red onions. I
1: had cilantro stains in my drawers. <laughs>
0: I feel bad for him, but it's just so fun to make fun of farts. Mm. Um, Kirk Gasali plays on the 10-day. He has, like, a left foot contusion. I mean, not as bad as Jared Kelnick kicking the cooler and going to be out for two months. Yeah,
1: it's embarrassing.
0: That's so sad. Yeah. But pretty funny. Um, We heard a little bit about Hunter Green. Mm. He... um, he's getting close and they think he's going to throw a live batting practice in Arizona. And then he'll do a rehab assignment in AAA or high a. So he could be back in two to three weeks.
1: That'd be great. Need him desperately. Uh, the club's doing well, trying to, you know, uh, get these wins with these guys out here, but man, I'm, I'm so anxious to have these dudes back.
0: Yeah. And you, you hope that they get back and they're back to where they were. I mean, I feel like with Hunter Green, him not being as finesse and just being power, he's going to be, and just being a, basically a two-pitch pitcher. He'll be easier to mm. get back on track. Lodolo a little bit more scary, considering he's been out longer. But yeah. we'll get to him in a minute. Um, so, yeah, he's in level three of the rehab of the program. He'll be throwing off the mound. He's throwing off the mound in Goodyear. So, two to three weeks is optimistic. Hope to God it's just two. Um, mm-hmm. Casey Ligma nuts. He's rehabbing. He had a headache after getting drilled in the head. But um, here's something really cool: TJ Antone tomorrow. He starts his rehab assignment in Arizona. That's awesome. That's a high le- thats another high leverage dude. Mm-hmm. If he goes out on a major league mound and doesn't snap his arm again yeah i really
1: pulling for it there's so many of these weird tea leaves just swirling around here you're not sure like how the the composition is gonna be it smells pretty good it smells a little funky but i like it Mm-mm. i like the
0: dank stuff mm-hmm. mm, salty mm-hmm. like a good pirate's beard because <laughs> he's captain hook okay, oh, okay. yeah that, yeah did you know that that's, i didn't get it that's his nickname captain. Yeah. john you know that one don't talk to him. Oh, you're right. Sorry, I have to. I didn't. I don't want to break the. That the fourth, fifth, sixth wall?
1: No, he just pulled out a switchblade. Oh,
0: really oh, scary! Yeah. Oh, he, he's mm. got bunsen. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it's a stabbing just, motion. He's Got the cat. Mm. Uh, here's the thing that's gets scary to me. We haven't heard sh- some shit on Ladolo. Uh, he's scheduled to work from a mound for the first time in on July 25th. Mm-hmm. So that means he's at least a month out. Mm-hmm. Um
1: That's yeah. I don't like that. Hopefully something can change, but I really don't think it's going to. So I, I don't like that. I don't like that's bad. Really. That's bad. Why'd you tell me that? <laughs> I'm
0: sorry, dude. I don't mean to be a bummer on Jesus your day, Christ, dude. I know. I really Why fucked up. Say that. I know. We're ending on such a sour note. Hmm. Really screwed it up for you. But yeah. I don't like it either. I fucking hate it, man. Yeah, dude, it's such a fucking bummer. He was doing so well. That
1: it was so exciting early on in the year. Seeing those guys, those three: Ashcraft, Ledo, and Green. His fucking yeah. peppering in these awesome starts. Ugh.
0: And then Justin Dunn through against hitters. Um, he's gonna. Oh, his first live batting practice, August eighth. Uh, oh, and um, who knows? I mean, that guy's just pet- perpetually hurt. He will. I think he's a free agent next year, so. Mm-hmm. Does not matter. We know what's in front of us. Finishing up the Brewers game, bottom seven, runner on second, no outs. Tyler Stevens buying the dish. Didn't get it over in time. You've got do to do, do three at the Brewers, then you've got three at Los Angeles. Then that Monday is trade deadline eve. One against the Cubs, and then you finish out a three game, a four game series at Wrigley to know what pieces will be coming to the Cincinnati Reds.
1: Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff. We're on the precipice of some change here. Hopefully, it's going to be uh, all rolling downhill for the Reds.
0: Yeah. Um, and then next week, we'll get into what's coming because I really loved. August. I love August's schedule. It's creamy easy. Um, but, man, the Dodgers are starting to get some momentum. They're starting to get some separation in the NL West. That's scary that you're going to face them at that time. Right after you have your toughest assignment, your your arch nemesis this season in Milwaukee. So, let's round third and head for home, shall we? What you got, bud? I know I'm going to be in Cincinnati somewhere
1: at some new show. It is probably a coffee shop or brewery. I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know. I'll, I'll be. Uh, I'll send you some updates here with some uh, shows I got going on. What about you?
0: Uh, I don't have shit on the calendar. Yeah? What's up? I just need a beer. Oh, oh, yeah, fine. go. Get in there, buddy. Um, uh, I don't think really I have anything on the calendar. I'm doing a show with you, Holmes.
1: Somewhere in that uh, winery.
0: Yeah. What show is that? No clue.
1: Yeah, I'm not okay. sure either. Uh, It's, it's a winery.
0: Mm. August 5th. And, uh, that. Wait, I got interest. something
1: with you on the calendar. Oh, we're going to uh, a brewery in August in yeah, Louisville. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. It's, um... We should get Kenny Powers. You think so? Yeah. Okay, we can add okay. in Kenny Powers. Oh wait, oh wait, no no no, not August fifth. It's like Gravelly or
1: something oh, brewing. Gra-
0: Gravelly Brewing, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a great one. I'm trying to find it. I swear I put it in the calendar.
1: If I don't write it down before we start talking, it takes me a while. It's to over. Care. Oh,
0: August twenty fourth. I'm headlining a show with Legends. Oh, okay. nice. Yeah. So there's that. I swore I'd put that in the calendar. Wow, I'll
1: be at Bloomington August 2nd. Oh, there you From go. The comedy Attic.
0: Oh, how fun. So there you go. We have stuff. We're doing things. So, um, and maybe uh, this is still in the works. August 5th, you both, if you would like to do it, High Grain is setting up a dunking booth and they want comics to be in the dunking booth. Yeah. So. I dunk on him all the time. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I can fill a booth. So, uh, all right. Let's fucking put a bow on this bitch. Uh, thank you to Sports Drink for... Yep. And then thank you in the clutch. Check it out. All your MLBPA tees, 10% off. Promo code. Nastyboys. All caps. Uh, thanks, thanks for doing it, bud. Hey, anytime. It's wonderful to have you back. Yeah, same. I'm glad you didn't get eaten by a bear. Yeah, me too. And thank you for watching, listening, however you digest this content. Thank you so much. And as always, go red legs. Go red legs.